I'm going to read one psalm, but you don't have to stand. Psalms 104. My, my, my. Enter into the gates with thanksgiving. When you walk into the sanctuary, hallelujah, you should enter and, and onto his courts with praise, the Bible yeah. tells us. Yeah. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. Just walking into the house um, and worship, it's just, uh, it's just so much more than that. You have to come into it with the right atmosphere. You've got to come into it in the right mindset. You've got to come into it being really thankful for what you got and where you are because so many people right now don't have the freedom or the energy that, um, that you have that you're able to get yourself up and come to the house of the Lord. People that just lay home on the couch and watch it on the internet when they should be able to go to the house of the Lord and feel the presence. My, my, my. It's just such a difference. When you walk into it, he said that my house should be called the house of prayer. So it's, it's so much different. You should be psyched like what you are when you're going to your sports games or your football games or whatever. Man, the crowds, you can't even control them. They're just beside themselves. That's how it should be when you enter the king's house. My, 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 my. We shouldn't be filled and loaded down um, with all the things that's on our mind. Leave it on the side um, and, and pick it up on the way out. Your problems will still be there. The debt that you owe will still be there outside the doors after service. But just for a few minutes, go into the house of the Lord. My, my, my. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and enter his courts with praise and be thankful unto him and bless that name. My, 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 my. There's a, there's a, there's a, 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 a phrase you probably heard it. No good deed goes uh, unpunished. My, 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 my. It's pretty uh, sad that it's often such a true statement when, when you hear that because it right away gives you something to think about. But the reason is too often true because those who, who, uh, the good deed is, is, is bestowed upon are, are a lot of times unthankful. Come on. You do something for some people and, and, you, and, you, and you help them to, to pay, make their car payment or a mortgage payment or something to, so they don't get thrown out and you would really think that they would be thankful, but they're not. They're not. They're really not. My, my, my. Second Timothy says this, for men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemous, disobedient to parents, unthankful and unholy. My, my, my. Covetousness, greedy, selfish, wants more, 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 more. Boy, do we have a, a we living in the times that, that Paul was talking to um, his son in the Lord, Timothy, over this, huh? My, 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 every driveway's got the cars where there's no room, room to park them. Boats, campers, houses, mortgages, payments, kids, clothes, insurances. And they want more. The last days are described here, aren't they? My, my, my. They would be boasters, self-pats on the back. Yeah. La, 
I'll tell you how good I can drive, or I'll tell you how good I can do this, or I'll tell you how good I can do that. Patting themselves on the back. My, 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 I'm going to take you someplace here today. Hang on. Just some crazy thoughts I had. Proud, he said. Covetous, boasters, and proud. Pleased with themselves. Oh, look at me. I got this job now with six figures. I've worked so hard. I, I just went up that ladder. My, my, my. So they're going to be covetous. They're going to be boasters. They're going to be proud. And they're going to be blasphemous. They're going to speak bad about God. Last days, that's what it says it's going to be. There's far more outside the church than there is inside the church today. Disobedient to, to parents. Don't obey the rules. Don't listen to the authority that they have. Rebellious. You see these little kids sometimes in the supermarket throwing themselves on the floor, screaming, kicking their feet. Oh, oh he needs a nap. No, I know what he needs, hon. <laughs> You'd only try that once in my house growing up. Unthankful. Not thankful in anything. And it also says unholy, evil all the time. Evil, evil, um, uh, impure. Bible says you need to be holy, for without it you won't even see them. You won't explain your case. You won't give them the reason why you're rebellious and unholy and impure. Without holiness, no man will see them. If you have a case to, 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 to speak, you need to speak it here now on, on this earth. Boy, little Timothy got himself a Bible study from Uncle Paul there. This is what Paul is writing to his son in this gospel, I thought. Timothy in, in chapter 3, Paul warns Timothy that in, in the last days there, was, there would come a spirit into this world that would, that would cause so much trouble for the church. You can't get people to be pastors anymore from what, uh, the, the things that I read. Nobody wants the job. Man, do they bring trouble to the churches. Here in, uh, here in verse 2, he tells Timothy that uh, among the lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemous, disobedient to parents, unholy, would be people who's unthankful, I thought. No matter what they have, they're unhappy. No matter what they have, it's just not enough. You want a better job. You want more money. Okay, you'll get a better job. You'll get more money. You're going to get more work, too. There's no freebies in, more, in, in this life. If they're paying you more money than where you are, then you're going to be expected to do a little bit more. They just haven't told you the whole truth yet. Hang on, I'm going somewhere. Just things in my mind. Hebrews 12 and 14. Follow peace with all men and holiness without which no man shall see the Lord. Without it, you're dead meat. That's right. 
So if just a lack of holiness, I thought, would keep one from seeing the Lord, what would be the result of being unthankful for everything that he did for you through life? The church should be the happiest people on the planet. There's one thing I thought is really true in the cycle of life. Not everyone appreciates what you do for them. I'm talking about being thankful. Thanksgiving is coming up. Heard a bunch of turkeys was talking to each other when they ran into the pilgrims and they said, you think they'd have us over for lunch? <laughs> yeah, they will. <laughs> my, my, my. No matter how hard you try to please some people, you're just not going to do it. Being thankful, I thought, is not a, a, a state of mind for, for, for most people. Being thankful, I thought, comes from, um, from, from them having things. You got the biggest family in the world. Don't abuse them. Don't mistreat them. Respect them. They're your brothers. They're your sisters. You're going to be stuck with them for a long, long time. So you better get used to their ways and stop criticizing. Because that's how they are. You are how, how, how you are. A woman would be thankful, I thought, if, 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 if the, the husband, she uh, uh, understands um, uh, and, and, and he's really good to her, a woman would be satisfied with that. I wrote some stuff down that I thought of. And a man will be thankful for a job that he has when, 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 he's, when he's gone through a long period of time where he had no job. Being broke teaches us how to be thankful when we have a job and have some money. You ever been broke? I mean broke. I mean not hungry, uh, just getting ready for a little dinner. I mean hungry. You ever been there? One thing about the Lord, he has a way of teaching us how to be thankful. I've learned that through years. Being sick teaches us how to be thankful for, for, for uh, uh, painless days. You got good health? Praise the Lord every day. My, 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 my. My, my wife has not been upstairs in my house in um, probably four months. Um, so that has become my sanctuary. And I go upstairs probably at least two or three times a day to talk to the Lord. I got the whole room, and I, I built myself a 18 by 24 master bedroom and bath up there when we bought the house. So it's like a sanctuary to me now. And every time I think of something, I go upstairs. And I talk to the Lord about it. And it feels so good when you're coming back down the stairs because you just told them something that was on your mind. Try it. Used to pray in my back office. The dogs would be sitting on their side of the door. 
You never get the privacy you want. You don't want them to hear what you're saying to the Lord. <laughs> Not them two anyway. Now I'm upstairs. Nobody bothers me. And, I and it's been great. Try it. Near death sickness teaches us how to be thankful for each and every day that you have life. Being lonely, I thought, teaches us how to be thankful for someone who goes out of their way to be your friend. I'm going to preach in a minute. Just unloading. Thankful people are usually people who have been down the road with uh, adversary problems. People, people just giving you trouble all the time. You know any of them? It's terrible if you get a bad neighbor. They know what it's like for people to struggle. And you'd be thankful for everything that you do have. There are people who have not had the, 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 the world handed to them like some people you always hear are saying, oh yeah, everything was just handed to them on a silver platter. Oh yeah, they don't even know what it's like to struggle. You know anybody like that? I do. I'm sure we all know somebody. So the ones that the new cars, you know, we never had a new car. When you first got your driver's license, man, it took you years to get a junk box. Now, these kids ride in the brand new cars today. You don't see cars sitting uh, on the road with the hoods up and the trunks up like it used to be on the, on the highways. We used to go to my grandmother's out in Long Island when, when we were growing up and there was always cars broke down on the side of the road and people standing there scratching their heads, you know, okay, what am I going to do about this? You don't see that no more. We become so spoiled rotten in America. And we're not even thankful for it. I drove a 53 Mercury for I don't know how long with the starter dragging along the road all the time. You'd hear it under there, bouncing around. Always tried to get it to break off, but there was some good wires or something. Long time I drove it dragging that thing around. My, 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 my. Hallelujah. They, my, they did all that they could some people that failed. They prayed to the Lord before the help came so they, they knew where their, their help comes from. you got to know that it's God that supplies your needs. I thought about that just listening to you guys singing the songs this morning, walking back and forth. That um, He just gives us so much that we don't even realize that he, he supplies this for us, you know. Um, uh, when, I, when I came into church, I, I was a real roughneck. I'm telling you right now. And, and, and I was one of those last days that, uh, that Timothy heard about, you know. What do you mean, God? Uh, I'm the one that been running New York to, to Los Angeles, California, back and forth, um, week after week after week to to pay my bills and make sure my family's got food. What do, what do, you know, that's where my mindset was. All right. All right. So I understand the people. That's why it's the church's job to go out and tell them, no, no, wait a minute, let me tell you something. You got that job because God told that guy to give you this job, whether you knew it or not. 
Well, I didn't even know God back then, but he knew you. My, my, my. When somebody gives you something that belongs to them, time, money, prayer, love, the response should always be, I thought, thank you. Thank you. There was a time, I mean, I always did well in life uh, as far as finances, but um, I opened this big mouth of mine um, more times than I should have and got myself in trouble. And everybody would tell you when you're driving down the road pulling doubles, you know, oh, my company's better. We don't go through this nonsense. You go over there, over there. But if you need a job, you come on right over there. Well, I opened my mouth at the company where I was and they dumped me. <clears throat> and I went to his company and, nah, we, we can't use you. And all the other truckers that you talk to, all of a sudden, their company can't use you. And I didn't have little at the time. I had nothing in my pockets. And I slept in a Salvation Army on a cot, a bed that I was afraid to even move on. It was filthy and always itchy and uh, right, right in Albany somewhere. And then I finally got a, a, a job. I got hired again. And uh, I mean, the reason I became a trucker um, when I got out of the military, because I thought, man, trucks, everybody's always going to need a driver. Trucks are going to be around forever. Nobody's going to drive a truck by itself. <laughs> That's what I thought 50 years ago. They're going around Chicago now, too. Tractor trailers backing themselves up into docks. Nobody in there driving. Whoa. My, 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 my. But I thought the other way. You'll always have a job if you, if you, if you drive trucks. So that's what I did. But I found out when you open this thing up, it can cause you a lot of trouble. And your bills may not be able to be paid. And your kids will be hungry. And the landlord will be there with his handout for the rent. And the car that's broke down is still sitting down outside because you don't have no money to fix it. I'm telling you, you don't know what it's like to be thankful for what you have right now today. I always think, I don't really need all this. I don't need that. My, my, my. Ephesians 5 and 20, giving thanks always for all the things on the God and the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Everything. Every good doctor report that you get, you should be thankful for. Every, every word of encouragement that you, you might hear from somebody that says something that lifts you up, you need to be thankful for that. Every big and every little thing that encourages us and blesses us, my, 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 we need to be thankful for that. The house that we have, the people that we love, without thankfulness, we're almost assuredly going to hinder the working of the Holy Ghost in our lives. Now I want to preach. Your literature lesson is over. Get your own dictionaries and look up all those words that I looked up. Luke 17, 12 to 19. And as he entered into a certain village, there met him ten men that were leprous. 
which stood afar off. And they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. And when he saw them, he said unto them, Go show yourselves unto the priest. And it came to pass that as they went, they were cleansed. And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back and with a loud voice glorified God and fell down on his face at his feet, giving him thanks. And he was a Samaritan. And Jesus answered and said, Were there not ten cleaned? Didn't I clean ten of you guys up? But where were the other nine? They're not found. That returned and gave glory to the Lord, save the stranger. Only one came back out of the ten, and he said unto him, Arise, go thy way, thy faith hath made thee whole. What an amazing miracle took place here with an with a amazing testimony. Right. Heals ten, only one thanks him. Right. There's nothing new under the sun. People are the same then as they are today. Leprosy. In those days, it was a, it was a, it was such a disease that came from, from, from. Um, I don't know, whatever. I tried looking up uh, 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 filth, extreme filth. Leprosy. People were not even allowed to walk on the same side of the street with everybody else. When they walked into the towns and they walked all all around these uh, the, these villages and these people, they had to holler out, "Unclean, unclean!" And people just scattered as they as they walked into Walmart. And they couldn't even be thankful for such an incredible healing like that. Can I preach now? Come on. My, my, my. I'm starting to feel it moving. <laughs> Can you imagine the, 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 the stigma I thought of, 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 of these ten men faced every day of their lives? They were unable to be around their families. They couldn't even go in the house. They had to watch their kids grow up from, from a distance. They, they had to live in a colony with a whole bunch of other, uh, other, other uh, uh, lepers. They were surrounded every day with this sickness, I thought, of, of everybody else. And the stench of their skin just disintegrating and burning and smelling. So ten men cried out to Jesus for their healing, and he healed them. But out of the ten, only one was thankful. Truly, truly thankful. Amen. He wasn't in a hurry, I thought to go show himself to the priest. And this was something special that I, 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 I notice in these scriptures here. 
that he wasn't in a hurry, the, uh, the Bible tells us, to go and show the priest that Jesus told him to go to the priest and, and show that um, he can now be admitted back into society. You'll get the good, good year stamp on, on your forehead, bud. Go tell the priest you've been, you've been healed by the master. But he wasn't in a rush to go there. And I thought about that. Right, right. Look at this, 15, verse 15. And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back and with a loud voice glorified the Lord. Glorified God, King James says. And he fell down on his face and, and, and at his feet and he was giving him thanks and, and, and he was a Samaritan. You ain't supposed to be talking to this Jew. And now you're at his feet? He was so thankful for what God done for him. And the other nine, they, they went on their own way, I thought. And this one falls on his face at the feet of the Lord and he cries out with a loud voice and uh, uh, thanksgiving and, 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 and glorifying God. But uh, Jesus noticed a, a distinct difference in, in between this man and, and the other nine. There was something different about this one. And the Lord mentions it in verse 17. And Jesus answered and said, Where were those ten cleansed? Where are the other nine? They're not found, verse 18 said, they're not found that and return to give glory unto God, save the stranger. This only one did. And he said unto him, Arise, go thy way, thy faith hath made thee whole. Jesus asked this question, and, and, and this is, what, this is what, what, what was something. Where are the other nine? Ten were cleaned, but only one is thankful. What happened to the other nine, I thought? I'm telling you right now, being a pastor, I know what happened to them. Because pastors give and give and give and give and give and give and give to try and help somebody when they first come in the doors and, and, and get them grounded and only to get smacked across the face once, uh, once things are rolling in and they're back on their feet and gone. Today they love me so much Sunday and then they won't ever return again. Right. Then I'm called a cult. <laughs> yeah, right. Jesus made mention uh, of a fact um, that, that um, some people appreciate when some things or some, something good is done to them and some just don't. Some just don't. And in fact, the, uh, the, uh, the, the percentage of unthankful people um, in, in, in this account of Jesus' ministry was, was 90%, I thought. 90% wouldn't thank him for clearing them up from such a horrible 
lifestyle he had to live. Their skin literally falls off of you. It stinks and rots like a dead animal that you right. see in the woods and you walk by it and smell it. Right. Only one. came to thank him out of the ten for what he did for him. You need to thank your pastor. I'm telling you right now. I left a, a bigger note here that I, I, I wrote this down um, 12.30 last night. Uh, I, I handwritten this and that. You need to thank your pastor who put you on this road that you're on. Because I did it with my, with my bishop back there in Buffalo. Uh, I always thanked mine. Um, uh, uh, I didn't know this lifestyle until uh, uh, I, I wind up going to his church. And the, stuff, the things that he told me and how to live and how to walk and, and how to do this. And it was foreign to me. But I did everything he told me to do through the years. A lot of times rebellious too. I was always called in the back office. Everybody would just watch me walking down the aisle know where I was going. But I went in there and I took my lickings because I was wrong and I had a big mountain. I should have shut it and never opened it. And it took me a while, but I learned. And then I went and thanked him because the impact of it hit me what he really saved me from. So, if, if you're with your original pastor or whoever your, your, your original pastor was, and any pastor that you've had after that, if you had more than one, um, uh, thank him Amen. for chastising you when you needed it. Thank him for giving you a kick in the butt when you needed it instead of looking the other way and think that this is going to get better. It's not going to get better. He's going to think it's okay, so I'm going to do it again. I'm going to do something else again. I'm going to do something else again. Because he never said it was wrong. But I had a no-nonsense pastor, old school. That's why me and my wife grew up hard. Old school. No, you don't, and that's the end of it. There's nothing to discuss. I said, no, you don't do that. You don't hang out with that person. You don't go there. And look where I went. That's why I tell you all the time, I will get you there. But I will not fight harder for you than you'll fight for you. This life is quickly coming to an end for the church. And anybody that gets in now gets in just in time. Just in time. So thank that man of God that taught you right from wrong. And spanked you when you needed to be spanked because he cared about you. If it wasn't for them, I wonder what would have happened. Right. Wonder if churches and pastors and, and, and good people and even the Lord himself would really just continue going, doing good to others. I believe you would. Thankful people. What a blessing they are. I'm telling you, there's no way we could have what we have here if it wasn't for your blessings to the church. 
prayer, finances, time. The problem with me, and I apologize right here and now, I, I, I don't just think about thanking every, everyone for what you do all the time, but it is truly, truly appreciated of giving up your time to the work of the Lord. We would never be where we are had it not been for this congregation. Verse 19 said, And he said unto him, Arise and go thy way, your faith has made thee whole. Thy faith has made thee whole. The man, I thought, he was showing his, his thankfulness, expressing his, his thankfulness. But Jesus counted it to him for faith. That's powerful. Yes. People say all the time, all the time you hear it, people, people say, give me more faith. Maybe we should need more thankfulness for what he's done for us. Leprosy causes the flesh, I thought, to die off of its people, off of its victims' bodies. Literally, their fingers, their toes, their, uh, all, all the extremities, they, it falls off. They, they lose the ability to, to even feel pain. You can, you can hit their feet with a hammer and they wouldn't even feel it. It causes them to do great harm to their bodies because they can't feel this pain. But there is a difference, I thought, between being healed of a leprosy and being made whole as the thankful man was made whole. There's a different thing that these other nine missed. The Bible scholars believe that the original nine men I, um, I heard um, uh, went away healed of leprosy but still carrying the scars of their sickness. And, and, and it's devastation um, to, to their bodies. But on the other hand, the one that Jesus uh, um, thanked and, and blessed and healed and told him he, he was now made whole um, uh, he, with faith, he had no more marks on his body. He was made whole. He was perfectly clear skin like you and, and I are. Amen. I never really seen that till I started reading some of this stuff. Right. So they were healed because he healed them. But now they Faith has made you whole, the Lord told him. He never said that to the other nine because they weren't thankful. So they walked around looking like... I can't even find myself to say the words. You ugly! <laughs> Think about it. Made whole pure white clean skin again because he thanked God for healing him. Didn't have to yell no more. Unclean, unclean, step aside, I'm coming through. Going to the cashier. Didn't have to do that no more. The Lord restored whatever sicknesses stole 
when you really get deeper into this, which I'm going home tonight to look up some more stuff, it could mean more than just body being restored to, 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 to its original, original state, um, but it also um, has relationship with other people like a, a family and, and other places of, 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 of uh, status, maybe in this community, all that was healed too. Think about this thing here. <laughs> these guys, when you start studying the insight that some of these people have, man, they'll take you down some roads that you, whoa, have something all new to think about now. So I just don't get healed here at this altar and I feel good. Everything changes. My personality changes. My love for people changes. Uh, my, 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 my. I have to tell you, it had to have happened to me because I just love everybody. The bums in the street, I, I do. Those that hurt me and call for forgiveness, yeah, you got it. It's water, it's under the bridge, it's gone. I just don't. It had to have happened to me, but I never realized it. And it can happen to you. Man, if you're going to put your time into anything, don't let it be in your job. Don't let it be in your schooling. Don't let it be in your in your in your in your in your in your your sports or what whatever. That's all good and that's okay. Paul says uh, bodily exercise profits little, but put it all into this. Put it all into him. Not only would you have a good, clean working body, you'd have a good, clean working mind. Your personality would change. You won't hate no more. You won't think of the crazy things. You want to shoot somebody. We watch so much killings growing up on TV that it's almost nothing to think about shooting somebody today. Right, all that is gone. It went out the door with the TV. Right. Garbage. Garbage. People think I'm a nut. I don't care. I'm going to make it. I'm going to make it. I don't care what you think about me. I think something about you with purple hair and things out your nose and ears and tongue. I got my own thoughts about you, but I won't tell you. But I don't care that you don't like that I walk separately than everybody else. I don't care. Especially at this time of life for me. Yeah. And the issues that I have. And the rapture just hanging over our heads. Man, it's time to stop playing games. Amen. It's time to go up to your sanctuary two or three times a day and talk to the Lord for a few minutes. You don't have to stay up there screaming for hours. My, my, my. Just go up and say, and you know what else I thought of, Lord? I thought about it before when I went downstairs. What are we going to do about this? So real. It's going to happen. There's another world outside of this body. When you give up this ghost, this, this, this soul comes out and is going somewhere else. So learn to be thankful for what you got. 
However you look at things here, Jesus did something more for that man that he was so thankful that he did for all the other ones that were unthankful. More happened to this man. He's now cleansed, clean, made whole, has faith, no more leprosy. Uh, with your family, hug your kids at graduation. Take the little caps off and throw them. Sit down at the table and eat with them. My, 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 my. He couldn't do that to Die. Thanksgiving. Yeah. Not just to eat a turkey. But where you've been yeah. and where you are today. Let's stand. My, my, my. Bunch of spoiled brats. I've said it for years and I'll say it till the day I die. I don't believe the impact of salvation has really hit us yet or we would do everything he has to do and we would follow the rules and the laws. And when people say, you don't have to do that, then why is it in here to do it? If it's not important to him, it wouldn't have been there for us to do. Don't you want your kids to do certain things to you and for you? Then why is it in here if he doesn't want you to do it? Do it. Listen to Jesus Christ, not your neighbor next door. Hallelujah. You got a song?